Welcome to Lost Essays, the podcast that celebrates the greatest essays and essayists of all time. On today's show, we will revisit E.B. White's Goodbye to 48th Street, an essay that chronicles the drowning of an individual in the sea of his possessions while attempting to move residences. But before we get to the essay, a bit about E.B. White. Born in 1899, White is arguably best known for being the author of such well-known books as Stuart Little and, of course, Charlotte's Web. Now, along with the massive success of these titles and numerous reward and accolades, White was able to pen what would become, in my opinion, some great lost essays. Now, perhaps it was his personality and ego that allowed such fluidity within the genre that he defined as second-class citizens in the writing world. Now, his attitude towards the essayists would be contemptible if he were not totally defined by the stereotype. Now, Wyatt was not a fan of publicity, but he was a tremendous fan of himself. He confesses, I like the essay, have always liked it, and even as a child was at work attempting to inflict my young thoughts and experiences on others by putting them down on paper. So Wyatt was a born essayist, and he considered each and every moment of his life of general interest. This candor and ego would guide his pen to create a collection of personal prose that are as much of a joy to read as Charlotte's Web. So today on Lost Essays, we will revisit Goodbye to 48th Street, an essay that delves into an individual's feeble attempt to purge himself from a collection of accumulated mass. Now, these stacks and mounds of goods that White is attempting to, and I quote, persuade to scatter and leave me alone, White finds that once these objects are obtained, uh, they're very reluctant to go back out into the world. He likens the individual's domicile as a collection container with a valve that permits influx but prevents outflow. Now, I wonder if Mr. White would have any idea of the amount of mass Americans would possess in the 21st century. According to a Times article entitled um, America's Clutter Problem, that compared not only the physical weight, which is 8,000 pounds per household, to the psychological impact of massive collections. It describes the hyper-acquisition, and I quote, These objects are not inert. They have consequences. These consequences are high levels of anxiety. So, returning back to the essay, we find that White is in the middle of this anxiety. Uh, an anxiousness born from this collecting of artifacts too numerous to count, but they must be dealt with. Now, he recognizes that some of this mass found him, and he writes, It is not necessary to desire things in order to acquire them. And he adds that some things seek you out. They found him even when his guard was up. Then he counts the numerous items received as gifts and random items passed on from others. 
And I ponder again if White could appreciate the current state of America. The website becomingminimalist.com finds that an average household has over 300,000 individual objects, and the owners of these items will spend 3,680 hours or 153 days in search of these misplaced, of a misplaced item. So I doubt that White would also, or could have also, imagined that the average size of the American household would triple from the 1957 article from, that he wrote. But nevertheless, White does appreciate the uselessness of the majority of items that he is forced to confront. One item he finds extremely difficult to exercise are trophies. And he refers to them as leeches. So while extricating certain large and heavy mementos of excellence from his mass, he finds that, and I quote, this, this work exhausted me, the work of getting rid of the trophy, more than did the labor for which the reward was presented. Now, the essay labors on with White slowly liberating the collection from his house. White's essay, like many others, focusing on everyday tasks, struggles, and random happenings, is written with wit and candor, uniquely E.B. White. And it is further evidence of the reader's ability to relate to the work and the purposefulness of these prose. Thanks for joining me on Lost Essays, and I look forward to sharing more in the future of the greatest essays and essayists of all time.